0: Locked on Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello everybody and welcome back to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and the Flames have done it again with a 4-3 win over Edmonton last night. Before we jump into today's episode, I want to remind you all to subscribe to this podcast for free on your favorite podcast app. We can be found on all of them, pretty much, and it's free, and it would mean a lot to me. So before we, again, before we get too far into today's episode, I do want to apologize if you hear some, I think, like drilling or hammering. I have... No control over the construction maintenance shindigs that happen daily in this apartment complex (laughs) and today they're uh, right outside my building so I'm very sorry if you can hear them or if they start working on the carpet outside of my door but thank you for sticking around so last night the flames won they have strung together three wins And that is pretty impressive for a team that has not had consecutive wins since the end of February. And I don't want to say I'm not sure what's changed because I think we can all agree that there is an adequate coach behind the bench now and somebody who doesn't know what they're doing is gone. But the first period had me a little nervous. I am not going to lie. You know, we saw uh, Shillington get absolutely bodied, and then uh, Brett Ritchie responded by rocking that player into next month. And, you know, head shots and head injuries are not something that I condone or want in the game, but uh, it was just really hard to watch, you know, JJ looked so confused and like he had seen a ghost, but, you know, obviously I hope he's all right, and I hope that uh, Shillington is all right as well. I was worried that the first period was going to be, like, kind of set the tone for the game in the sense of no goals. (laughs) I thought that it was a pretty boring first period offensively, but... I was wrong. I thought that this was going to be the game that they would lose in overtime or a shootout or something, or they would lose, you know, shortly before the game ended. Just I I thought it was going to result in a loss regardless. Uh, So Shillington did end up returning to the game. Tyson Berry also suffered a lower body injury. I did not see what happened. I honestly, I took a shower before the game started. And I didn't really settle down until, like, the fight. And I was kind of, like, only half paying attention. Sorry. But, um, you know, I was uh, kind of impressed with the team as a whole. I, you know, Dubé came out and scored five minutes, five and a half minutes into the second period. And then Elias Lindholm home three minutes later. Uh, the Oilers... Swooped in and cut the lead in half, but then Giapani scored and for those extra I almost said extra runs What is this baseball? Uh, he came in and scored and I believe that was his seventh of the season and He's all all right, you know, I think I think we should keep him around a little bit Archibald came in and scored a one-goal lead it ended up being 3-2 At the end of the second period, I think that the Flames going into the final 20 with the lead was reassuring to themselves, but also to the fans watching because they're not very good when they trail going into the third period. And I just think that having that extra confidence and that momentum underneath their belt and things like that works out for the better. They're a team that relies heavily on that sort of motivation and momentum they're not really those strong comeback kids at the end of a period you know at the end of a second or third period where they are behind in my at least in my opinion that's just what I've noticed I think last season they definitely had that going for them. I don't know what it was, but it feels like the first few games that I covered for this show, they had come back and won, which is nice. I'm not going to say that, you know, I don't love a good comeback, but I also appreciate when the Flames can take the lead and hold a lead. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of holding a lead, Leon Dreisaitl came on in and tied it, In the third period. And then Noah Hannafin. Yes, you guys, Noah Hannafin scored another game-winning goal. Noah now has the same amount of goals as the Flames have wins under Sutter. I was looking at the uh, game stats on NHL's website, and the Oilers dominated at the face-off dot. They had, like, a 62% win, like, you know, 62% win percentage I don't know I can't think <laughs> but the flames which means that the flames only had a 38 percentage at the face-off dot and that just feels like such a wide margin I feel as if we typically see the score the score the percentage is like you know like 48 52 never 50 50 like somebody it's typically within like two or three of each other but that's such a wide margin. Like, I can't, I can't get over it. And then I also looked at the season's stats. And the team as a whole has a 49.8 face-off percentage. So, 50%. As far as I'm concerned, that's 50%. Uh, coming up next, we are going to talk a little bit more of the team stats as a whole so far this season. I think that it's kind of a good thing to take a look at, especially where we don't have the all-star break this year. And it's kind of, you know, just a quick little rundown. But first, I'm going to tell you about our friends at Rock Auto. Rockauto.com is a website that will service you for all that you need. You can find everything that you need for your car, truck, or vehicle on rockauto.com. They have a wide variety of you know, uh, products that can take your car to the next level, but, or, you know, do the bare minimum and replace something. My favorite thing about rockauto.com is the fact that they don't have different price tiers for level, like different levels of expertise, you know? So I get my, um, windshield wipers or fuel pump for the same price as Joe Schmo down at Monroe or whatever car repair auto shops you guys have up there. but So I think that that's a very fair and appealing deal. RockAuto.com has everything you need, and it's just a click away on their easy-to-navigate website. Head on over to RockAuto.com and use promo code LOCKEDON in their how-did-you-hear-about-us section so they know that we sent you RockAuto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. Hey guys, it's Jess, and I'm just here to remind you that you should absolutely be subscribed to Locked On Flames on your favorite podcast app. We are available on a wide selection of apps and platforms, so make sure to check that out. Alright. So, you know, last season we had a lot of drop-off from certain players and sort of some Unexpected vibes and goals and points from others. I really don't know what I'm saying at this point right now. I'm so distracted by the saw or chainsaw outside. But my main takeaways from last night's game is that the team does need to be more competitive. I don't think that it's acceptable for them to allow three goals when Daryl Sutter is their coach. I think that it's still early, and I can't be too mean, but I do think that that is probably one thing that they got called out on last night. But you know what? They walked away with a win, and that is what they needed. They are currently 14-12-3. The losses feel like a lifetime ago. I know that they were, like, less than a week ago, but it's kind of encouraging to see, I feel like, Uh, You know, from dreading puck drop to having that exciting, you know, butterflies leading up to the, uh, the game has been more exciting for me to watch as Flames fans kind of like get more excited on Twitter and things like that. I am very proud of the team for pulling it together and being receptive. And I'm also kind of happy for the fans that, you know, they didn't, jump ship too early but however we're going to talk about some good news some bad news and a little bit of everything in between with these season stats so far Elias Lindholm leads the point leads the team in points with 26 he has been its so incredible this season and I really enjoy watching him i think that he is one of the best centers in the league and yes you can write that down and jot that down because uh, that is not a hot take i think that he is really great and will continue to trend upwards in the fact that he is a first line center making under six million dollars in this economy is um Unbelievable. Matthew kachuk is back to having a streaky season, and he hasn't had a goal in eight games. Last season he had a nine game drought as well. and earlier this season he had one for his that for that long um, and I'm just a little concerned about what's going on there now. I don't I'm not saying. Matthew Kachuk needs to be traded away because he is being a streaky player and that's not good for the room and he needs to, you know, he needs to be producing every single night. I think if you're going to play on on a top line, you do need to be producing at least something every night. I, you know, I don't know if that's my decision to make, but again, I'm not Daryl Sutter. I would just like to see something more of him and... I'm hoping that, you know, taking a day off today, I, I believe that they have practice today. I think that that will help them kind of reset and maybe he will have a talk with Sutter and kind of get him back on the right track. Again, I was kind of searching those random stats on hockey reference, and I had found that three players, who obviously aren't goalies, um. Are the only ones to not take a penalty, and that's Buddy Robinson, Oliver Shillington, and Derek Simone. I thought that that was interesting. I don't know why, but I was like, oh, you know, uh, I guess that's just the way it is. But it's it, it's again meaningless. Like, it doesn't hold any meaning. It doesn't mean. Again, none of this matters. <laughs> and. Zach Ronaldo has a sad four minutes on the ice this season so far. I really think it's going to keep trending that way, too. So, sorry, bud. That's really all that I have for that. Um, I mean, I kind of want to touch back to the Kachuk issue. A lot of people see players who have those super duper productive seasons get streaky get get a little cold and suddenly it's time to trade them away for everything you own and you know who cares about the return let's just get draft picks let's just get prospects like things like that and I don't think that that's necessarily um what GMs do this isn't a video game here but Trading Matthew Kachuk is not the answer. Players are going to get hot. Players are going to get cold. They're going to go on hot streaks and they're going to, you know, they're going to have droughts. But I don't think that that's anything to worry about right now. If, if it becomes a more consistent thing, then yes, of course. I think it's something that they need to look at. Is he maybe dealing with an injury that we don't know about? Is there some sort of underlying reason why he is not scoring. And for your homework assignments, I want all of us to watch him closely on Wednesday night to see, you know, is he overpassing? Is he not shooting? Is there something going on there? Like what is he doing differently and what can what can he do differently? Again, I'm not a hockey expert. I'm not a hockey genius. There's a reason I talk behind a microphone every day and I'm not out there making these decisions. But that is why we're here to chat, to help brainstorm and come up with, you know, some fun ideas to maybe see if he does change that. But coming up next, I am going to wrap up today's show with some news and notes from around the league and talk about the Buffalo Sabres because I I feel like we need to talk about them. <laughs> Before we get too ahead of ourselves, though, I do want to say a thank you to, to Built Bar. You guys know that Built Bar is something that we have talked about for eons here on Locked on Flames And they are currently doing a March Madness-esque bracket over on their website, builtbar.com. And you can go vote in today's matchup and then head on over to their website again tomorrow and see who wins and vote for them. And of course, you can place an order for those protein bars while you're there. And use promo code LOCKEDON15 with your purchase, so you will get 15% off. And that is promo code LOCKEDON15 for 15% off of your built Bar order. BetOnlineAG is another place where you will find everything you need. But this time, it's for your sports bets and your betting needs. You can head on over to BetOnlineAG and set up a free account. Make that first deposit and use promo code LOCKED ON for a 50% welcome bonus. That's pretty big. You know, bet on some March Madness, bet on some NBA, some NHL, get a little creative, maybe bet on some reality TV and see what, you know, see what you can bring home. That is promo code LOCKED ON for a 50% welcome bonus with Bet Online AG. Hello, everybody. It's Jess here to interrupt you again, but I'm just here to remind you to follow me on Twitter at JessBelmosto. NHL.com has this division-by-division division breakdown of... It's called Trophy Tracker. So it's just, uh, you know, the NHL awards and things like that. And each week, they put out... An updated version and they talk about you know the nominees the uh or not the nominees like the winner the runner-up and like honorable mentions and their their reasoning so i went to read through it and i was curious because i had seen people talking about it and i was like do, do i want to read this and drew Doughty is being considered for the norris trophy um yes Yep, Drew Doughty in the year 2021. And this is what the columnist Nicholas J. Costanica says. Doughty belongs back in the Norris conversation, logging lots of ice time, 26 minutes and 31 seconds in the NHL, putting up points, 21. He's one of he's he's one of the reasons LA is back in the Stanley Cup playoff contention. Two points behind the fourth place avalanche in the West. Um, okay. Thank you. I, I, I get it. I, I know that they're just doing their job, and I, I can't sit here and say mean things because I won't. I don't think that that's mean. I think, I just think it's laughable that things are so bad that Drew Doughty is, you know. Being considered, but you know, we we're gonna move on because that's that's just the way life is. Um, I am trying to pull up the. Okay, there we go. So this is these are the winners and leaders, runner-up, and things like that for the Scotia Bank North Division. Uh, the leader for the Heart Trophy is obviously Connor McDavid. The runner-ups include Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner, and Mark Scheifele, along with Leon Draisaitl, received other points. Um, last week's leader was Connor McDavid. He had four first, four first place votes, and Zeisberger says uh, why he picked McDavid. McDavid went three consecutive games without a point last week, all against the Toronto Maple Leafs. So how did he respond? By scoring late in Edmonton's 3-2 victory against Calgary on Saturday. Great players find ways to bounce back in key moments after struggling, and McDavid certainly did that. And Jeff Petrie leads the North Division for the Norris Trophy with 16 votes. Right, is that what is happening? Nope, I lied with three first place votes. Sorry. Uh, Quinn Hughes in Vancouver had one first place vote. And Shay Weber received points along with Morgan Riley. Yeah, that's fair. Connor Hellebuck is the unanimous number one for the Vesna trophy. Frederick Anderson received votes along with Mike Smith. Uh, how did Mike Smith receive more votes than Jacob Markstrom? I just, that, that doesn't sit right with me. It doesn't. <laughs> it just doesn't. But I'm sorry. I I don't know. I just, I don't think that Mike Smith should have more points and votes than Jacob Markstrom there. But I'm not a voter. I don't decide on these things. And thankfully, nobody asked me to contribute. But, um, you know, I do think that it's something to keep an eye out for, obviously. I really don't think any of the Flames players are going to be walking away with any of those big trophy names. But it's always interesting to see. I am curious to see what happens as the expansion draft moves closer. Who gets an extension before that time? And do they get a no-movement clause? So that's all I have for today. I hope that you all have a wonderful Tuesday and you enjoy the weather. Open up those blinds if it's sunny. Drink some water. Have a beautiful day, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye-bye.